I was doom scrolling for a little bit through, you know, Elon's Twitter uh, concerning the Georgia runoffs, but it looks like Warnock's gonna win pretty easily. But it is still very worrying that a million people thought that Herschel Walker was the better candidate and should be the representative of the state of Georgia in the freaking United States Senate. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? Now, what makes this race interesting, besides the fact that Warnock is clearly leagues better than Walker in every possible category, except maybe football playing. That might be the only category where Walker is going to get that leg up on him, but that is it. Everything else, Warnock has proven to you he is the much, much better person, much better candidate, and... What makes this race interesting is that everything that Walker is contradicts what the Republican Party, what the conservatives supposedly want in their candidate. They supposedly want somebody who is against abortion. And guess what? Walker has had a couple and there might be a few more down the road. They're looking for someone who is a, you know, a strong believer in God, a strong believer in Christ. The guy running against Walker is a reverend. And so everything that supposedly the conservatives say that they want in somebody to represent them in the Senate, it does not apply to Walker, yet they're still putting all their eggs in their basket to support him. So it's all nonsense. All of it is nonsense. It's just garbage. And there is no way... (laughs) They can justify this behavior at this point. They know they're being hypocrites. They know that they know that they're completely in the wrong here. Warnock should easily be your guy. Should easily be the guy for some conservatives that, you know, don't want somebody ridiculous and brain dead. But that's not what's happening right now. What is happening is all these rural areas have decided to back Walker no matter what he says, no matter what he does, no matter what accusations pop up. This is their guy. This is your guy. It is embarrassing behavior. It is infuriating behavior. And this isn't even a party thing, right? Because, you know, we all know I'm not a member of the Republican Party. We all know I don't lean conservative in pretty much anything. But even if somebody, even with somebody like a Ron DeSantis, you could still justify that vote for the GOP. You could justify that because his behavior does match with the values that conservatives, you know, adhere to. You can kind of make some of those arguments, but you can't make those arguments with this guy. You can't. So it's They're just basically toting him out there because this is their final choice to try to grab a seat in the Senate. Nothing more, nothing less. Has nothing to do with the guy. Has nothing to do with what that guy stands for. The only thing they want is power. The only thing they want is that seat. And yes, you could make that argument, oh, the only reason Democrats are voting for Warnock is because they want that seat. Yeah, but Warnock is actually proven to be a good candidate, a good representative for the people. And I'm pretty sure that if Warnock 
were as ridiculous as Walker, they would not be touting him this much. That's a guarantee. But since it's the Republicans and they're so desperate to cling on to any sort of power, this has become their guy. And I really don't know how you can fix this. I don't know how Biden, how any Democrat could possibly fix this situation where these people are willing to take anybody with a 10% of a brain as long as that person can be manipulated enough to, you know, to shout random talking points of the GOP. They'll take literally anybody. They'll take criminals. They'll take rapists. They'll take anybody as long as they're GOP and as long as they have a chance of winning. And I'm just, just, just saddened by this behavior. It's embarrassing, this behavior. And I know it's politics and people can get pretty loopy on politics, but this is a new low. This is definitely like a brand new low in what's already been a series of lows in the last 20 years from the GOP. And as I've said, I don't say this as somebody, you know, who's just anti-everything Republican. Like, Walker is not a Liz Cheney. Walker is not a Mitt Romney. Walker is none of, not even close to being, like, one of the, in the 50 percentile of good, like, Republicans or representatives of the Republican Party. This guy is a joke. He is a joke, and they're just throwing him out there because this is all that they have left as they're trying to gain some power in the Senate because they've already gerrymandered the House and you can't really gerrymander the Senate. Asinine behavior. And as I've said, uh, this type of politics exists because it's a two-party system and because one of the two parties is so completely gone because they decided to put their faith in a white supremacist dictator wannabe that turned out to be only for himself and not for his party. And now these people are struggling. And I'm pointing this out in Twitter that if you remove the gerrymandering and the electoral college off the electoral process, the Republicans will not win a single election ever again under the current leadership, under the current circumstances and and based off of who they've been pushing to become the leaders of the party. And I'm pretty sure that there are some that see the writing on the wall, even if they're addicted to that power and that attention that Trump creates. They know that they're going to have to clean up a lot of this behavior, almost all this behavior. They're going to have to start backing some different horses because, as I've said, there's no way they're going to win any elections. There's no way they can gain any more ground without cheating or without changing, you know, their ways and their methodology. And it's proven this as they have a former football player being the last line of defense to prevent the Democrats from having a even stronger majority in the Senate that would allow them to have some semblance of pushback against a house that's been gerrymandered to represent the red team. This is their last guy. This ex-football player that just doesn't look like he knows where he's at half the time. 
this is what they have. This is all that they have. And under a more leftist, further extreme leftist administration, there would be pushes for trying to eliminate some of these dating processes, especially the electoral college. That thing needs to die. But Biden would never push that far because Biden has always been some guy who advertised himself as someone who will always try to invite the other side to the table, even if the other side of the table would rather flip it over than to make a deal. But he ran on this and he won on this and he's going to continue running on this. He's not going to change dramatically for, you know, the far leftist folks like myself. He's not going to change for the squad and Bernie Sanders. This He's just going to push towards the middle. And like I said, this is, this is who he is. And I'm not going to... I'm not going to be disapp- continue being disappointed that he isn't going to push further towards revamping the entire electoral process. But that is what needs to be done if we are to properly represent the people. This is what has to be done if we are to finally eliminate some of these ridiculous races where one is clearly better than the other, but the races are still too freaking close to call. The two-party system's gotta go. The way we choose the Senate and the House, that it has to be changed. And it starts with a leader and an administration that's willing to accept this and make the changes, but we don't have that. But what we do have is a Republican Party gasping for air, which pushes us closer towards maybe having that leader that's like, you know, we got them on the ropes. They're really close to death. We can finish the kill. We could ban gerrymandering or make it a completely independent process nationwide. And we can kill the Electoral College and make it by popular vote once and for all. We could do this and we could definitely eliminate this toxic cancer that is the current Republican Party. It takes one leader to kill that entire party. It takes one very gifted, one very daring leader from our side that's willing to do it. Eh, but it's not going to happen probably in my lifetime. So I'm just going to celebrate this victory. Celebrate the fact that the Senate's going to have a better majority and that Joe Manchin is not going to have any power. And cinema, that little twat. But this is what I'm going to celebrate. And hopefully there will be some more sweeping changes in the last two years of Biden's first term. And maybe some ideas that have been thrown away can make a return. Like D.C. statehood, which has already passed the House and can definitely pass the Senate now. Which would produce more Senate members that the Dems could win. And can produce more House members that the Dems can win. That's one idea. But I've already drifted too far from the main topic. And that is that Warnock is likely going to win. But this race is way too close because of the fact that Warnock is vastly superior to the other guy. But the only reason he barely can hang on to that lead is because the GOP is just basically voting for the seat. They're not voting for the man. They're voting for the seat. And it's just more foolish behavior. (laughs) 
but I'm going to celebrate because the GOP is going to start killing each other some more after this loss. And it's already been happening because you already see Trump throwing, you know, shade at DeSantis. You already see DeSantis secretly paying people to throw shade at Trump. And you see Kanye West in the middle prepared to muck up the muck up the primaries a little bit more. It's going to be a very interesting next 18 months for the GOP as they try to figure out what should be their next move now that that red wave never happened and there's a chance that they're going to lose even more power as Biden and as the squad members push for more moves that would give them more power that they deserve and more representation for the American people in which results would mean more people that will vote against the political party that is currently run by white supremacists and currently sponsored by Nazis and sponsored by some former rapper and fashionista who now praises Hitler and wants the Jewish community to forgive Hitler. Yikes, GOP. Do better. You're making this an easy, you're making this an easy contest. Like I said, strip the gerrymandering and the GOP would be nothing. They'd be beneath the Green Party. They'd be beneath the Libertarians. Thank you, Georgia. And I'm probably going to not publish this until after the results officially come in, until I know he has a lead. But I'm pretty safe. It's pretty safe. I I don't want to jinx anything, but I'll publish this anyway. (laughs) But thank you, Georgia. Thank you, Georgia, for making the right choice, even though there's a lot of dumbasses in your state that still voted for the former football player who doesn't know where he is half the time. Have a good night. Take care. Register to vote for the next election and continue the fight for progress. Continue the fight for reparations and continue the fight for the necessary changes that we need to make in this post-pandemic era.